Welcome to the Unstoppable Freedom Podcast. I'm Jimmy Page. This is part two in a two-part series with co-founder Marshy Smith of the Independent Council on Women's Sports. We're going to talk about empowering young girls and elevating female athletes. We're going to talk about specific ways that parents, coaches, and female athletes can all take a stand and make a real difference in the culture war that we're experiencing right now. Here we go. Yeah, I love it. I love the fact that it became public. And that's the only reason anything changed, right? Because it's a public embarrassment. You should be embarrassed that you allowed men to be on the on the female podium. That's that's ridiculous. And I do believe that in this public shaming, like you said, what's most egregious to me is you've had female athletes and female coaches and other people working behind the scenes that no one else knows about and no changes happened. Then you get this one the posting. And that's why I think we need citizen journalists at every meet. We need citizen journalists to be recording these events and to be posting them online and to be exposing the people, the leaders of these organizations like Naga and others, so that those names are are publicly listed as well, that these are the people that are making this okay. I just think that's a, a tremendous um, effort to do it. I really do. We're seeing more and more parents and mm-hmm. athletes doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so please send it on to me. Yes. I know Riley gets a bunch as well. Send it through her social media. Um, there are a few women's organizations, IWF, CWA, mm-hmm. um, Wolf and WDI that are also, um, partner with us in a coalition of both Great. left and right leftist feminists to conservative yes. evangelical Christians. We're yes. all icons is a completely nonpartisan, uh, 50, 50 split of, uh, Amazing. just women focused on one single issue in correcting this in women's sports, yes. but reach out to us and we we'll share and expose the stories. We write letters to board members, presidents, mm-hmm. We have private meetings with national governing bodies and Amazing. people on these boards um, that we will never we will never share or expose. We're we're trying to work in every possible way mm. to enact change in whatever way that you're comfortable. So some athletes don't want to use their face or name mm. and just want to tell the story. We absolutely have a place for you too. Um, we just have to do something, just choose something to do. And one of the best things to do mm. is to join a group of support. So mm. join a group of like-minded parents in your local area, join mm. us, um, find ways to make a difference as a group. So no one has to do it alone. Yeah. I love that. There are definitely strength in numbers. And I was thinking about your story about the combat sports, right? Because my second son, Jake, has gotten into jujitsu mm-hmm. and just the physicality of that sport. And of course, the absolute injury that can happen in these in these events. I mean, you know, it doesn't take you watching UFC or other MMA com, uh, competitions to realize the physicality of these sports. And th- someone's going to get hurt. There's no question about it. So I, but I love this strength in numbers. How does this administration's all-out war against females, I call it that because there is no question this is an all-out war. This is an erasure of, of females. This is an erasure of womanhood. It's, it's this nonsense about no one can define what a woman is anymore. Uh, there is a demoralization process happening. 
How has this administration's Title IX changes, the proposed changes, how is that, uh, you know, how is that affecting what you're doing? How has it created an unsafe and unfair environment for female athletes? Well, at ICONS, it's been an initiative from day one to try and at least delay the Title IX implementation uh, of the changes proposed by the Biden administration. And mm. so far, I'm happy to report that it has been delayed, which Good. is great. Um, originally, they had promised that as of last month, these changes would be um, in stone. And mm. what I mean by the changes is in Title IX, which is a 51-year federal law mm. that I thought was, well, it was something I honestly took for granted when I was right. going through my athletic career, but it ensures equal opportunities for women in sports and beyond in federally mm. funded institutions. So it's an anti-discrimination law mm. that really has created an environment for women's sports to absolutely explode and flourish over the past 50 years, which has launched women into yes. the C-suite of corporations. Mm. It helped launch my career. It's mm -hmm. probably, it's the reason I'm here and have mm. the the confidence to even come on a media outlet, you know, right. podcast and share this story mm. because it gave me so much, including a full yep. scholarship to go Amazing. to college when my family couldn't have afforded to send me there. Mm. And so um, this is something that has changed my life as a female athlete and so many before and after me. And the Biden administration has promised to, again, like you said, erase the law by um, applying gender identity to the word sex. Yes. So everybody knew in the 70s when this was implemented what sex means right. male right. or female. It's a binary. And the Biden administration has promised to include um, your gender identity. And your guess is as good as mine as to what their definition of gender identity right. really is. It could be fluid day to day. Mm -hmm. It's basically anyone who says they want access to women's sports or opportunities um, can be granted that uh, male wow. or female. So wow. this is something that is delayed. We believe because they had overwhelming um, number of record breaking com public comments in mm. opposition to this. It's the most unpopular proposal the Department of Ed has ever put wow. forth and wow. it's election year. So yep. this is a danger to the Democratic Party to push through something so um, unpopular mm. at the time. But we absolutely believe if uh, President Biden wins re-election the day after he is put back in office, um, this will be pushed through and yep. they'll have four more years to bury the yep. opposition to it. So yeah. when I say this time is crucial, I'm this is... To me, this is the end-all, be-all of elections. Um, yep. Again, it's not just about sports. It's about, are we going to stand for truth or not? Yes. Well, it's interesting because we felt that way for the last five, six election cycles. But I'm telling you, to your point, there is a sense of urgency 
around right now because we've already seen what a what the progressive plague does right we they've tipped their hand on every major issue from wide open borders allowing people that we have no idea who are coming in we're inviting an invasion at our southern border and that is is 100% transforming our culture transforming america people that don't even that don't even like america are coming to to undermine it and now we have all of these radical ideas like the title 9 changes you're right. I think we're probably at the precipice of one of the most important national elections we have ever seen. But at the same time, grassroots organizations like Icons, uh, you're changing the culture right now. You're not actually probably changing the culture. You are galvanizing the culture because anybody with common sense is is on your side. I mean, period. End of story. And we should make it unpopular and ridiculous to be on the other side of this issue. Absolutely. Um, tell us why won't major organizations, because even now we're still allowing male athletes to compete against female athletes at the high school level, at the NCAA level every day. Why won't they um, address this? Why won't they change their policies? Is it just they haven't got enough pressure yet or we haven't had someone get hurt at a, in a major way? I think your point about culture, how important culture is, is really the key because the culture drives money, which is the key to any corporation. So corporations respond to where they can make the most money. Mm. And in recent years, it's been trendy and hip, right? Progressive mm. yep. to have men as women of the year and to give men, women sports endorsements and sponsorships and put mm. men like Leah Thomas in a centerfold and ESPN. And so that was kind of this modern, cool thing. Yep. And um, I am glad to see that I think we have taken a turn in definitely the past year. Um, You know, the Dylan Mulvaney, Bud Light fallout, Target is still recovering from their disastrous um, pride campaign. And um, so I am seeing corporations back off on their aggressiveness and pushing it. Mm, Um, but we're still seeing more and more men flood women's beauty pageants and sororities and, um, every single sport (laughs) there is at this point. And so as we're seeing like larger and larger numbers of these male athletes competing, it will just be more and more in our face. And I think, the parents like you who are taking our kids every single weekend to sports competitions, like we're getting fed up with this. I mean, we're not going to stand for this um, in the long term. And originally it was like a California problem, right? Like, Oh, that only happens in California. (laughs) That only happens in swimming that one time that only happens. But when it's, in your high school, when yeah. your daughter's competing, when it's in every sport you see, um, it's hard, harder to ignore. And we can yeah. no longer be the silent majority. Yes. I used to, I used to be one of them, like, oh, I'm <laughs> sitting in the comfort of my home yes. and I know better than these stupid people, whatever, yeah. whatever the topic yeah. is, but I'm not willing to actually do anything about it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, we can't, we're, 
this is why we're losing. It's because yeah. I was sitting on my butt when I should have been riling, rattling the cages yes. the entire season. And it took me yes. seeing a podium finish to actually activate myself to, to <laughs> right. do something. So we need right. this on mass. We need parents on yeah. mass, coaches, yes. athletes yes. Um, to step forward. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. Well, I want to end with that because I want to leave everyone with a very clear clarion call about what they're going to do tomorrow because it's not okay to just remain science or it's not okay to remain silent right. it's anymore. It's too late for that. <laughs> you know, if you're not saying something, you are part of the problem at this point. Mm-hmm. Let's Let's talk about one issue before that and then we'll finish there. But let's talk about the legal and the legislative efforts to protect fair competition, safe competition for girls and women. I've got great relationships with Alliance Defending Freedom, First Liberty Institute, and others, many others. And we are taking the legal fight to every freedom and fairness issue that we have that's protected. Number one, that these are God-given rights, but number two, that are constitutionally protected. How important is the legal fight in this? How important is the legislative effort to protect fair competition for girls and women? It is imperative. We need all fronts activated and um, mobilizing across the country. So lawsuits, we need a lawsuit in every state. As many girls who are willing to bring the offensive, we can't just be on defense where the boys are suing us, right, to get access. We need to be offensively bringing off um, lawsuits. You mentioned Alliance Defending Freedom. They yes. are incredible mm. in facilitating female athletes in the court system, which is mm. absolutely what we need to continue to do and do more yeah. of on a bigger scale. So reach yeah. out to them or us if you're at all interested in bringing a lawsuit against your school district or state please let us know. Mm. Um, also, legislatively, I-, I am happy to report we have 23 states um, wow. in the country who have passed women's sports bills, but they are limited to school girls, um, some mm. college as well. But club sports, you know, mm. USA swimming, even though the international body has protected Olympics and world championships, Every swim competition in USA Swimming Club Sports allows men at the highest level, boys and men. So there's a long, long way to go um, for every sport. But um, these two are crucial. I would say figure out if you have a mm. bill um, coming to the floor in your state, you need to go and testify. It's yes. two minutes. You have you read off a piece of paper. It's so easy, but it's a matter of getting your body in the door and making yes. a statement. So it's yes. very important. And yes. then um, legally, we have an athlete legal fund. If you go to Icon's women.com icons is with an s iconswomen.com you can donate to um to support female athletes in mm. litigation we and we file amicus brief fr- friend of the court briefs to these adf cases and other cases working their way through the courts mm. um to do that and then again media and awareness is huge Share the stories, post on social media, let us know, and just speak freely um, about this topic and let your teams, uh, fellow parents, colleagues know that they can speak out too. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. And we will mention all of your contact information in all of our materials for sure, because we want people to support this. And, you know, we want people to know that there is a legal defense fund happening, that there is a, a venue for this. We are living in a time when it's uh, it's going to require more courage now to stand for truth and righteousness, the, just doing the right thing, probably than in recent memory. You know, it used to be okay. You could kind of stand on common sense for a long, long time, but you can't anymore. It's going to take some courage. And here's what we've learned in our legal battles. Number one is when we fight, we win. When yeah. we fight, we win. And so I want to encourage anyone listening to this, whether you're an athlete or a coach or a teacher or a parent, when we fight, we win. It, it won't be without a cost. You will have to stand up for something and have the courage to do it. But if you do, we will win. There's no question about it. Um, the, the vast majority of people, fathers and, and mothers, most athletes that I know, agree that athletics should be divided based on biology, not ideology. Let's talk a little bit about it. Let's say you are a parent of a, of a young girl. What should a parent do if they discover that their daughter is going to be competing against a boy or a man? What do they do? Um, and then let's talk about the role of the coach in this because it's, you know, I've seen some coaches that are now becoming more vocal about it, but my gosh, where the crud are the coaches? Mm -hmm. For goodness sake, we're allowing these unsafe circumstances to continue. Uh, let's talk about parents. Let's talk about coaches. Yes. Um, I would say that one of the most common, the most common comment we get on any social media post on this topic from a lot of parents and dads is, uh, why don't the girls just boycott? So, uh, yes, we do not advocate for boycotting. Mm. We, we will support athletes who feel that that's what they need to do, but it shouldn't be the job of little girls to right. stand up or stand at the starting line and not go. It's just, they have so much pressure already and, to, to say that the parents or the adults in the room um, need to put the responsibility responsibility mm -hmm. on little girls and young women is not fair to them. Wow. Um, and so we want to encourage parents to work through your leadership channel. If it's at the school, the athletic director and principal are probably your first route mm. to go to. Show up to school board meetings and make your case known and your feelings known and gather a group to go to every meeting yeah. thereafter until they make a change um, because they can't know how to correct the problem until they know about the problem. And we're right. seeing that parents are too afraid even to go stand up for their own daughters at school board meetings. Yes. Um, and we have to get over that mm -hmm. there. Like you said, there are risks, but this is about doing what is right and yes. standing up for the most vulnerable. And that is little yes. girls. And so yes. we have to be willing to do that. Um, yes. 
coaches the same avenues. Everybody has mm. leadership on top of them. And mm. if you are ignored, and this is something that mm. we implement with icons consistently, is if we run into a level where we are being stonewalled or shut down or silenced, guess mm. what? There's a level higher you go. So just bypass that, go to the top, keep moving forward, be mm. louder and louder. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Mm. The sports that have athletes willing to consistently hammer on the door, like in swimming with Riley Gaines, like yeah. in powerlifting with April Hutchinson, mm. um, like some of these other girls recently speaking out. The the ones who consistently hammer these uh, organizations publicly enact change. And yep. so um, just have courage to do what mm. is right. This is, um, you know, people say this is the right side of history, but that's yeah. a lot of pressure. Just, yeah. you know, it's every day doing what is right and mm. ethical and being on the side of little girls is always right. Yeah, I love this. And and we are going to be on the right side of history, but we need to be just right today, right? It's just stand up and be courageous for your little girls. Um, do you have scripts? Do you have scripts for school board meetings? Do you have scripts that that on your website or do you have resources like that that parents can go in and just use as a template and start to you know make some specific changes for their environment? That's a really great idea. <laughs> there we go. I'm going to bring it back to our... Um, to our board because that's a great idea. We do have flyers yeah. that they're not posted, but if you mm. would like flyers, we have um, short, just little four by six postcards that we give to parents who are going to events to pass out on school um, car windshields or whatnot Perfect. that drive to our website. We have many petitions on the website. There's a place to join our network that mm. keeps you informed with newsletters. The more educated you are, the easier yes. it is to talk about. I would yeah. say our best resource is probably our YouTube channel. Mm. And um, if you search icons, women's sports, it, you should see it pop up. But we okay. did a couple of conferences most recently this past summer in Denver. It was a three-day summit of yes. all the experts around the world mm. to talk about science, psychology, legal, the female athletes themselves. Mm. Every angle on this topic, there is a presentation for you. Fantastic. So if you can work your way through the hours and hours, by the end, you'll have a college credit. And yeah. you should be able Fantastic. to go and speak on this. But um, yeah. a template would be great. We'll definitely yeah. bring that back. We love ideas like that. Yeah. Well, we're all in it together, right? And I was thinking, too, that I'm bummed that I didn't hear about the conference because I live just <laughs> north of Denver. I'm like, how did I not know oh, this no. was happening? <laughs> so, uh, next time, next time for sure. Time. Yeah, we are going to beat the drum on that one. So I'm going to I'm going to stay tuned for the next one. But I was also thinking, are you aligned with Moms for Liberty, with Parents Defending Education, with some of these other organizations which are encouraging parents to to go to the school boards? Do you guys have that those types of relationships? 
Um, I, I was just actually asked by a friend who's our mm. Moms for Liberty chapter leader here yeah. in Clark County, Nevada, to come and give a short statement at their last meeting. So we're okay. not formula, formally um, aligned, but yeah. we um, partner with, we're willing to partner with anybody who wants yes. to advocate in their community. Um, yes. So yeah. Yes, we we're happy to help um, speak to and partner mm -hmm. with different groups on projects. I, I mentioned okay. uh, we have a coalition of yes. a handful that we fairly regularly, maybe twice a year, do big events together with um, who are really laser focused on the sports topic. Yes. Um, but these groups, if uh, they're near you, please get involved with them. And yes. um, we'd love for more and more organizations like that to talk specifically about this, this sports issue. Yeah, there's strength in numbers. And, you know, I love the idea of networking with with groups that are already in place, as, as I'm sure they would be interested in doing the same with you guys. You know, we're all in this together. And I, I love the fact that we are empowering parents. We're empowering athletes as well. Um, I've, I've had these conversations with my daughter. Well, what would you do if there was a, you know, a six foot two male lacrosse player who decided he wanted to play against girls? What would you do, especially if that you know, in the game of lacrosse, the game of field hockey, any of these other power sports, if you will, there's real risk. And, you know, uh, she's a, that would be a difficult situation because you love the sport and you want to play the sport and you're putting this no win situation. You're going to lose opportunity, put your health and teammates at risk. And and also you're going to you're going to invite scrutiny. Right. Because no high schooler wants to necessarily stand out. Um, you kind of want to blend in many ways. But what we're teaching, I think this is beautiful. We're teaching the next generation that you are going to sometimes have to stand on the on the side of righteousness, on the side of what's right. You might be the only one standing to start, but it's going to start a movement. And I think that's one of the things I'm most excited about what you're doing. Thanks for doing what you're doing. We are teammates in this. We are with you. And uh, we'll do whatever we can to fan the flames and, and grow your organization and and win on this issue. We really appreciate you today. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you. <laughs> you bet. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much. Thanks.